Hi, Sunshine. I'm Natasha, your host of the Shine Online podcast and the CEO at Shine with Natasha, where I specialize in Instagram strategy and video storytelling. In this conversational podcast, I interview the brightest entrepreneurs I know and share my best Instagram strategies with the goal of empowering you to do business in a way that feels real to you. These conversations will bring you no fluff advice, honest conversations, and actionable strategies to help you shine online. There are so many bright brands in the online world, but there's always room for one more. Let's shine together. Welcome back to the Shine Online podcast. Today, we are going to be doing a deep dive into the Shine with Natasha team. We're going to be talking about hiring, being a leader, being a manager, kind of everyone that's on my team, our workflows, our tools, our roles. Very highly requested episode. So I really wanted to pull back the curtain and talk more about the team that I just love so much. And that has truly helped me grow and scale my business while also being able to work less and really use my time and energy in the place that I need to as the visionary, as the CEO, as the talent. I still wear a lot of hats, but the incredible team that I've grown with over the past almost three years they're the best. So I'm excited to talk a little bit more about my hiring journey. It actually came to my attention during the last cohort of the Instagram Authority Mastermind, which is opening application super soon. They're probably open when you're actually listening to this of them feeling like they actually thought I did everything on my own. And I was like, y'all, I very much do not do everything on my own. And I recommend my clients don't do it on their own either. I often get this question around, I want to grow. I want to do X, Y, and Z. How can I do it all? And I think the answer is that you don't need to do it all. What I've overall kind of found is that if you want to continue to grow your business, to serve more clients, to sell more products, whatever it is, you eventually need to get some type of help. And I want to give a really big disclaimer that first of all, I'm not a hiring pro. Um, We have the amazing Tiana and we talk about team a lot on this podcast with other guests, but we do have another episode talking a lot more about that. But I really want to give you the permission that your team will probably look very different from mine, right? Some people prefer to have a really, really, really big team. I know I have friends that are going up to like their 20th team member that's on payroll full time. Some people work really well with a really lean team, which is definitely kind of where I tend to lean a little bit more in terms of philosophy. But anyway, let's kind of start with my hiring journey first and foremost. So at the end of 2019 was when I made my first hires. I was doing well in my social media management business. I was making consistent income. I was starting to add in some new revenue streams like my courses. And I kind of realized that I needed some help with a design project. So I went on to Fiverr and that is how I found my lovely designer, Fabi. She has been my longest team member. We are still together and we just, we just love each other to pieces. So that's kind of where my first hire came from was just wanting some sticker designs. And I found 
found Bobby, loved her work, and we just started doing multiple projects together till we realized, okay, like we're just gonna work together. And then I also got a virtual assistant. I really was just feeling like between courses and starting to do some more speaking, starting to just widen my horizons, I guess you could say. I just needed a little bit of help. So I think I had her for like maybe five to 10 hours a month. It wasn't anything really crazy. And then I also did have a podcast manager. So that was actually the only reason why I had stopped, started a podcast sooner. And I feel like that's a really great indicator of one of the reasons why you should hire is, are you holding back from doing something? For me, it's always been starting a podcast, starting my YouTube channel. I realized that I needed help, right? I, I couldn't, I, okay, I could edit my podcast episodes, create the promotional graphics, reach out to guests, or I could spend my time and energy on a lot of other things, which is what I prefer to do. So that was really when I started hiring. And honestly, I feel like I kind of became addicted to outsourcing and the the result that I got from letting go of things I knew I didn't need to do. And even better yet, that other people could do better. Oh my gosh, there's nothing better. So before I get into the full team breakdown, I wanted to kind of like just talk about a lot of the lessons I've learned from hiring. And if I had to give you any advice on whether you're maybe struggling with team dynamics, you're trying to figure out this whole hiring thing, or maybe you're aspiring to add in a team member into the mix. These are the things I would definitely recommend. I, I want to think the first thing's kind of under the same bubble of having empathy for the people on your team. I think this is like a big part of our company culture of like, if you are sick, if life happens, if mental health happens, if the world happens, nothing in our business is ever urgent literally never. So just having empathy and always treating the people on my team like I wish I would have been treated in a lot of the client situations I had in the past is always how I like to lead. And then just being a really, really good leader. And I think I'm still like figuring out what this looks like in terms of like how to be a good leader to a team. But I think I kind of got a lot of it from just having bad leadership experiences of people that were ahead of me, whether it was in my previous job before I started my business, or if it was when I was a social media manager, kind of working for other people, essentially, I find that leadership is kind of the biggest thing you need to have a great team. And it's not as hard as it as you think, I feel like it comes down to communication. I like to overly communicate with my team. And this doesn't mean that we have to get on calls every day, every week. It doesn't mean that I'm slacking them all the time, but I pretend that they don't, they can't read my mind, which they can't. <laughs> so that is a very good um, assumption on my end. And I always like to think of it as a two-way street and take ownership of everything that happens on both sides. So I often hear from my own clients of like, I don't know what happened. I gave this to my assistant and it's just not done right. I had to then do it myself. Like 
and then they just get really frustrated. Then they're communicating in a frustrated way. And I think I always challenge people of like, could you have maybe communicated better? Could it have been better organized? Maybe they were missing something. Maybe they didn't have enough time. Maybe you didn't give them the space to ask questions, to mess up, to experiment, to take their time. So I always like to think of it as a two-way street. And I think this kind of goes back to my 90 day rule when actually hiring someone is knowing that the first 90 days of a new hire, you need to give yourself a lot of wiggle room because it's going to be a lot more time and energy on your part. You're going to be doing a lot more approvals. You're going to be giving a lot of feedback. You're going to be doing extra calls and communication. I think that's actually so important during this time, because even when I brought on email marketing support and support for YouTube and support for graphic design, there's always been this stage of like me very clearly communicating what I expect, how I want things to look and what I do and don't like, because that is the most valuable feedback that you can ever give people. And that kind of goes back to just like over communicating, just giving them the good, the bad, the ugly in a really constructive way, right? We want to tell them that we really appreciate their effort. We appreciate their energy. They think they did this good, but also tell them where you weren't so happy with things. So I think those are definitely my main tips. And I think in general, when just finding people. Everyone on my team, it's kind of come from a trusting my gut and vibe from the hires that I've done in the past that didn't work out so well. I always had that feeling of like something didn't feel right, or I was rushing to fit a role because I just needed help so bad. So that is another thing I would definitely recommend is making sure you're not rushing the process, but really trusting your instinct. You could argue a lot of the people that I hired early on maybe didn't have the best resume you could say, or the best, the biggest portfolio, but they were passionate about shine with Natasha. They were excited. They came with ideas. They were eager to learn. They were eager to grow. And that is something you can't train someone to do, right? You have to find the right people to do it. And the last little tip is that hiring is more affordable than you think, but you need to make sure that you are making consistent money to support your team. I transparently have taken my pay away before I will pause or reduce work or change anyone else's pay. So that's like something really important to consider is that extra responsibility you take on, even with it's, if it's like something like contractors, right? You don't want to just not pay them one month and not have work one month just because you, you can't make it shake financially. So really, really recommend that. And as we look for hopefully hiring a full-time team member in 2023, one thing that I'm implementing that I hadn't done as extreme before is like having a chunky, 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 um, essentially emergency fund for the business specifically for team salaries. So if we made absolutely no money, we could pay everyone. So, okay, let's get into the fun stuff, which is like the actual team. Okay. So first things first, we have Marlon. He is my only full-time employee. I often get asked, is he your business partner? Nope. I started the business. It is very much mine. I am the CEO. He is on payroll. We did all the agreements. So that is Marlon's role. And we've talked a lot about it in previous episodes along when we kind of made the decision to hire him, what that transition kind of looked like. So be sure to go check out those previous 
episodes with Marlon on the podcast. In terms of structure, we have both me and him since we are full-time employees and I am an S-corp. We are both on payroll. So that's exactly how it works. We actually use Gusto and I really like it. I'll leave a link in the description and affiliate link if you're interested in checking it out. But let's move on to my dear Taylor. You'll notice we have a few Taylors on the team. So Taylor is my marketing gal. Specifically, she really helps me with email marketing, which kind of comes down to our weekly nurture emails. This also comes down to our sequences, our funnels, launch emails, everything like that. This is one of the most important roles because it's not only something that just takes a lot of time and energy, but it's one of the biggest revenue drivers for the business. So we have a monthly retainer structure with Taylor. We have kind of our base of what we minimally do with our weekly newsletters. And then for launches and sequences, we add that on as needed. And I just love that the way I connected with Taylor is she shot her shot. She slid in my DMs. She was consistently engaging on my content. She kept going into my clubhouse rooms when clubhouse was a thing. And and yeah, she basically was like, Hey, I have the skill set. If you're ever needing help, just let me know. And I was like, actually, I think we might be hiring for that soon. Like kind of let me know. And we got in a call and then the rest is history. So I've been with her for over a year and we definitely are looking to expand her role, which we're, we're really excited about. Taylor is awesome. Okay. Then we have my dear Fabi. So she is a graphic designer. So whenever you see really custom graphics, like the branding for my programs are hot Instagram summer, my really um, beautiful carousels on Instagram, any of my printed materials. If you're a client, like the postcards, stickers, all that jazz, Bobby probably created. And she just gets my brand. Like she just gets it. We just like have the same wavelengths and it is so helpful because I don't do a lot of my own graphics anymore on Instagram. And I feel like that's a really great example of something you can like something so small you can outsource on Instagram of all I have to do is tell her what I want the content to be. And she just makes it pretty and it's amazing. So yeah, like I mentioned, we connected on Fiverr and then we moved off Fiverr and now we do payment per project on a monthly basis. So yeah, that is my dear Fabi. Now on to my YouTube and podcast team. So Creatorly is the agency that helps us there. Taylor is our main contact and she does all of our editing, promo content for the feed, uploading, SEO, everything you could imagine for the YouTube and podcast. They are a lot of work, but I really prefer to quite literally come up with ideas and be the talent, which is exactly what I'm doing right now. So that is a monthly retainer structure as well. Okay. So that's like the main core team along with my co-coach Lauren. She actually was a mastermind alumna and she long story short through the Instagram authority mastermind. She really took this awesome role of being like the cheerleader and the ultimate brainstormer and hype gal for everyone in the program. And she really found that that was something she's like, can I do this for people and their programs? And I was like, yeah, can you do it in mine? So yeah, she's basically exactly that. She's my extra set of eyes and ears in the programs to make sure that people feel extra supported, but also kind of going back to the core of why I hire 
here is to make sure that my clients, my community, my business is running, even if I can't be there. So that's why we have our amazing Lauren. And that is also on a stipend basis. So she gets a stipend at the beginning of a new program cohort. This is something that's super new. So we're still, we're kind of testing it out this year, but so far it's been absolutely amazing in the Instagram confidence accelerator. And it's also going to be the same inside the mastermind. So the other team members we have, we also have my accountant, Megan. So she helps me with taxes, all that jazz. Um, and she's on a retainer structure that we do annually. And then if we have any calls or financial meetings, we will do those as they come up as well. And then the final kind of team member, I guess just kind of more of a contractor. So it's Claire from Blooming Design Co. She helps me with all of my website stuff. So she typically does per project hourly work. We don't typically need a lot of website help, but if we ever need updates, if we ever need a new page, those types of things, a big old revamp, which we recently did at the beginning of the year. Sometimes you just need to do that. You know, that is what Claire does. So that is the whole team. And I feel like I hopefully kind of broke down really helpfully kind of where I found them, what they do. And then also just like how, how they get paid, all that jazz. I want to wrap things up by kind of talking about the core tools that we use for the team. The first being ClickUp. One of the biggest reasons why I moved to ClickUp was because I think it is perfect for teams. I cannot imagine using ClickUp if there were not at least more than two people in your team because it is so robust and it is perfect for communicating on specific tasks and projects. You can customize which each team team member sees. Uh, and it's so great for collaborating. So even if people aren't necessarily on the same little project, they can still collaborate. So ClickUp is where we do 90% of our communication requests, tasks, everything like that. And it is incredible. We also do have a company Slack channel for daily communication. I would say that's mainly if like we need to quickly ping someone and kind of notify them for something or just touch base with like my core people that communicate pretty regularly. But I always try to say, unless something we can talk about it really quickly, it needs to be in ClickUp. Like literally even with Marlon, like even though we literally share a wall, if thing needs, it needs to be in ClickUp, it needs to be in ClickUp. So that really helps keep us really organized and everything like that. And then the final thing that we use is actually Loom. So it's essentially a software for recording a video and sending it via a link. And there's also some really cool functionalities where you can reply with a video or you can comment on certain sections. I can then reply to comments. And this we use so much for essentially kind of replacing calls that we don't need. I'm not a big calls person. I like to have like usually a monthly check-in with most of the team, especially the marketing team, and then a weekly check-in with Marlon. But Loom is such a great tool for just like visually explaining something. 
Oh my gosh. Just, just amazing. So that is like the full rundown. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Hopefully this was a really helpful episode and it kind of maybe inspired you on some things. Maybe you can get off your plate, things you can outsource. And if you just loved this kind of higher level strategy, scaling growth talk, this is what we talk about every week inside the Instagram authority mastermind. It's a three month mastermind mastermind. And it's really for female entrepreneurs that are looking to grow and scale their business, which means adding in a team. It means launching smarter. It means really speaking on stages and building your authority through your Instagram content. So if that sounds like your jam, be sure to check out the link in the show notes. I would love to invite you inside and see your application come through. So that is all for today's episode and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you loved the gem shared. Be sure to check out any of the important links I mentioned in the episode show notes. Don't forget to follow the show to be the first to know when our next episode airs. If you loved what you heard, I'd so appreciate it if you left us a review as it really helps support the show. I love seeing your takeaways from the episode over on the gram. So be sure to tag me in your stories at shine with Natasha. Remember, regardless of where you're at in your entrepreneurship journey, there's always room for your biz to shine. See you next time.